Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Issues 2021. I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guest is Keith Loing, President and CEO, Workforce Alliance of South Central Kansas. Welcome to Issues 2021, Keith. Hey, Steve, thank you. Very happy to be here today. I know how busy you are. <laughs> You're on the road right now, but this ought to be fun. This ought to be fun. What uh, exactly is Workforce Alliance of South Central Kansas, Keith? We are the local workforce board that serves the greater Wichita area, and we operate the uh, workforce center there at 21st and Amadon in Wichita. We have an office in El Dorado. Uh, we have an office down in Wellington, and we also have a partnership with Cali College down in Winfield. So we're the place to go when you're looking for a job. We do all sorts of assessments and screening and job postings. And we can help connect people to training uh, opportunities as well. Wow! Do you have do you have a mission statement uh, that was pretty good right there? But you had some br- a mission statement. Uh, it's basically growing the economy in South Central Kansas through a skilled workforce. Wow! There it is. And and how and when did the did the alliance uh, start, Keith? Uh, we were created back in two thousand, so we've been around just a little bit over twenty years. Uh, primarily uh, to manage federal job training dollars that are allocated to the state, but we also utilize other funding, uh, local funds from uh, projects and partners, United Way is one of our funders, um, Bank of America. So anybody who wants to help support employment and training programs, uh, we try to tap into those partnerships. That was my next question. How is the operation funded? So you're ahead of me. So what do you think my next question is going to be? Uh, are there any jobs out there? <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. How, how long have you been with the Alliance, Keith? Uh, uh, I've been the uh, there in the leadership role since 2005, so coming up on 16 years. What did you do before that? I was at Wichita State University in the Hugo Law School, and prior to that, I worked for Chris Churches in the city manager's office. Chris- so been a local government guy for a while. You know, the Chris Church is kind of a legendary name, uh, and I never got to know him or anything, but we covered his, him uh, uh, just for a second here. Uh, was he as, uh, as, as skilled an operator as we heard as, as the city manager of Wichita? Oh, he a second to none. I mean, he was a consummate professional, a true commitment to this community that I don't think a lot of people saw, but being able to work with him for almost three years, he was a great mentor to me and a true true asset to this community. In public, very very quiet, not uh, not a quiet man. Very unassuming. He yeah. was very much an introvert, but the man was an encyclopedia of knowledge and really, really, I sincerely had a commitment to making Wichita a better city. Um, I, I I got to experience that firsthand. How how many employees are on your staff? We have about 50 right now. Um, there were six when we started back in 2005, so we've uh, grown that. Uh, but we've got 50 people working directly for us. And then in the Workforce Center, Steve, we have about another 50 or 60, and they work uh, with other uh, state agencies and other not-for-profit groups as well. 
Give us a general statement, if you will, on, on how this pandemic has impacted jobs and working in South Central Kansas. Oh, man, it, it, it's just it, havoc. Uh, it's really wreaked havoc in so many ways. And, you know, it wasn't just the pandemic uh, that really we were dealing with in 2020. It started out with all the layoffs because of the 737 MAX uh, pause. And certainly Spirit was the big headline grabber. Um, you know, thousands and thousands of workers were being laid off. But there were other companies as well. Um, there were smaller supply chain companies. Uh, you know, companies with 50, 25 employees that were just decimated because of the max production pause. And then COVID comes along. Um, and, and so that really affected sectors outside of aviation. It affected the hospitality, the retail areas, areas that have never been seen that kind of job loss before. Um, and so the ripple through overall just, again, I think havoc is the word I would say when we think about the job market in the Wichita area in 2020. Now, uh, as far as uh, this region, the Wichita area or South Central Kansas, how did we fare uh, on job loss as compared to the rest of the state of Kansas? Uh, We've been higher throughout. I mean, our unemployment rate um, is consistently higher than the state average by at least two points, if not higher. Sedgwick County has the highest number of laid-off workers receiving unemployment insurance. Um, Sedgwick County's got the highest number of people on uh, public assistance from the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP, or food stamps. Um, So, yeah, we really bore the brunt uh, as far as the state goes. I mean, other areas were affected as well, Steve, but but it, it was felt more acutely here in the Wichita, South Central Kansas area. Seems like it was, it seems like similar to what happened back in 2008 when Wichita just got hammered in 2008-2009. Yeah, and, you know, again, when because of our resiliency when it comes to aviation and our reliance on aviation, um, you know, when the when that when that part of the economy has issues, and, and that clearly was the spotlight in 2009, 2010. Commercial air service went down. General aviation, uh, you know, people were companies were canceling orders. General aviation became a bad word almost, you know, um, in, in the eyes of some. Uh, so yeah, we were in the square of the target on that. And then again, you know, with the 737 MAX, you know, areas of our economy were starting to decline prior to the impact of COVID. And that is why it's going to take us a little longer to dig out from the COVID hangover because of the, uh, our reliance on the aviation industry. And, and our recovery will be very much in line with, you know, passengers flying again, business services back in mode, uh, conferences occurring. Um, all of that stuff has really been impacted due to COVID, and the impact's going to last, I think, even after a lot of the economy starts to recover. Now, let's uh, looking at types of jobs. Uh, were there one or two types of jobs especially hard hit uh, during the past year? Well, definitely in manufacturing. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, sheet metal assembly, machining, um, you know, as, as far as the backbone of our economy, but you know, and then really, the, the, it was the retail sector. I mean, it was hotels, it was hospitality, it was restaurants. Um, you know, it was the service area. You know, we've also, you know, Steve, you and I've been around this community for a long time. I'm still getting over the fact that Sears 
no longer has a shingle here in Wichita. That, that there was a big empty spot in the mall. And think about all those employees that Sears had. You know, um, so there's still a, a big portion of retail that took a hit and has not recovered yet. Um, Amazon's here. Amazon's hiring. That's a different kind of retail. So part of our economy is kind of the new economy coming in to, uh, that we're starting to experience now. I think you touched on this a moment ago, but in terms of numbers, what what was the Wichita area unemployment been o- over the past year? Just the Wichita area. Well, we peaked uh, back in April of 2020 at 19%. Um, that was right at the heart of all the shutdowns and uh, stay-at-home orders. We have uh, steadily uh, gone down in terms of the rate, but we're holding about 5% unemployment. Um, that's the official number. I know that doesn't capture everybody. We probably have anywhere from ten to 15,000 people receiving unemployment insurance benefits right now. Um, so... Those, you know, those are the people that are telling us. I, I know anecdotally there's people that never applied for unemployment insurance um, because they didn't think they were going to get it or they're too prideful or they're doing the underground economy. They're painting their brother-in-law's fence or something like that. So the numbers that I'm aware of, I think there's even a higher number of people that aren't working that probably want to work and could work. Hmm. Now, are we coming around, Keith? Are people finding jobs now? Yeah, I, I definitely. I'd say within the last, you know, we uh, put our workforce center back to full operation. Uh, we were just doing appointment only, but at the beginning of June, our traffic counts were very low. We didn't have a whole lot of people coming in. A lot of jobs, but we didn't have a lot of job seeker traffic. That's really turned around, I think, since the, the 4th of July holiday, I would say, the last two weeks in particular. We had a job fair, for example, yesterday for Textron Aviation, an in-person job fair at the Wichita Workforce Center, we had over 600 job seekers coming in to uh, look for work with Textron. Wow. Um, so I think that's, I'm hoping that's not an outlier. I'm hoping that's a trendsetter. Uh, you know, there was news yesterday, our friends at the Business Journal uh, did a, had a headline about Spirit Aero Systems and their employment projections. Uh, there's, they're talking large numbers, um, and they're going to start hiring pretty quickly. So I, I think when you have those two large companies leading the way, you're going to see the smaller companies, the supply chain companies, the service sector, um, they're going to be following that lead. And I think we're going to see a lot more hiring here in the uh, last two quarters of uh, calendar year 2021. Spirit is uh, predicting that they will hire back as almost as many people as they laid off within a, a couple of years, get back up yeah. around where they were before. But uh, Still, let's yeah, and we're, we're we're talking to them right now. I mean, they're one of our great partners. We help them do a lot of the training they have for their entry level workers. We screen a lot of their applicants, um, and so yeah, I'm really excited about the projections they're talking about for um, what the market looks like in commercial aviation and how they're diversifying. They're doing they're getting into some defense work, uh, so that's a, a new source of business for them. So um, things are going pretty well, I'd say, for the aviation industry, the forecast at least for the next two to three years. I think we're going to see a lot of job growth, not only in spirit, but other areas as well. You're listening to Issues 2021 on the Odyssey radio stations, and our guest is Keith Lawing, President and CEO, Workforce Alliance of South Central Kansas. You know, Keith, we're seeing and hearing that there are lots of job openings. Why are businesses finding it difficult to hire and retain staff right now? Yeah, boy, there's a... If I could get the answer to that question, I could probably make a million dollars and retire instantly because that is something that there's not just a single answer to that. Um, You know, I think that 
what there was such disruption that as at an individual level and whether if you had kids in school and you were working to get them through all those zoom classes and the online portion of what they were doing you know that was very hard um you know if you had a job and you weren't making as much money and why do you want to go back to that job i think a lot of people right now want a better job and they're looking for better jobs i mentioned the textron um job fair uh, you know initially what we gleaned from some of the they're, they currently have jobs and looking for better jobs. So I think what we're seeing is people wanting more out of work. I don't think it's not that they don't want to work. They're looking for better jobs. And I think if a company, if you're offering good wages, if you have health insurance benefits, um, you can be, help, that helps you become an employer of choice. And I think the, this, uh, job seekers are just becoming more selective than they have been in the past. How about that? Now, do you think this is a temporary situation or is this long term? I think it's going to be a bit long term. I think, you know, this whole conversation about raising the minimum wage, it's been going on for some time. I think that's indicative that we have way too many low wage workers in our workforce and that wages do need to go up. Um, there are some economic impacts that occur when that happens. I mean, we all, I, I, I like my Amazon Prime delivery, you know, but. At some point, does Amazon have to pay their workers more because that's such a huge part of the economy? Those essential workers, those people working at grocery stores or retail that we needed during COVID, um, one of the conversations was the wage levels they were working at. And it's kind of hard to maintain a family um, with what some of those folks were getting paid. So I think some of that's going to be a permanent feature uh, in our economy um, and I think the economy is just going to have to adapt, uh, paying workers more for certain certain jobs. I understand the Workforce Alliance recently received a big grant for training. Tell us about that, Keith. Oh, yeah, that's really exciting. Um, we uh, have gotten a $10 million grant from the Department of Labor, and it's really future-focused. It is to focus on technology jobs, uh, advanced manufacturing it really lines up with the vision that we've had in this community that Dr. John Bardot started a few years ago about the innovation campus and looking at the jobs of the 21st century, looking at robotics, at artificial intelligence. How does that impact manufacturing? How does that impact job growth? So the grant we have is really going to help us develop training programs for those types of jobs, uh, for companies like Novacos, you know, which recently came into the market. Um, you know, for companies that are looking to uh, integrate technology into how they manufacture products. Um, and, and so that grant will be working very close with Wichita State, WSU Tech, or other training institutions and businesses to really be forward-looking at what the skill sets are going to be uh, in the 21st century. We have four years to, with which to invest this dollars, these dollars. I'm anticipating that we're going to be training hundreds of workers for jobs that probably don't even exist uh, today as you and I are talking. Let's talk about service uh, you provide at the Workforce Alliance. Do you offer help for people who are working from home for the first time? Uh, yeah, we can, definitely. I mean, um, you know, we, we can help people do anything when it comes to finding a job, holding a job, securing a job. Um, there are a lot of employers that are hiring a remote workforce right now, so if somebody's interested in a job like that, I encourage them to go to our website. Uh, that's uh, workforcekansas.com um, or go to kansasworks.com. 
Um, there's lots of jobs there, and uh, certainly we can help in that. If anybody's looking to upgrade their skills, um, we can help them at the Workforce Center. There's workshops. Uh, we can help you work on your resume. We can do mock interviews, all sorts of things we can do to help individuals in a job search. Now, you uh, sponsor or, and or participate in job fairs, right? Can you tell us about one or two of those you have? Yeah, actually, we have a big one coming up um, at uh, Interest Bank Arena on August 12th. It's our Get Hired Job Fair. Um, we are just getting back into the mode of doing these in-person events. We've been doing virtual job fairs for a while. But uh, this one will be a pretty big one. We'll have uh, dozens of employers out there, a variety of jobs available, um, you know, from you know, construction, healthcare, manufacturing, uh, finance industry. Uh, so it'll be a great opportunity for anybody who's looking for work, want to get back in the workforce, or you got a job and you want a better job, come out to Interest Bank Arena on August 12th. And now just to plug, how can our listeners find out more about work opportunities and what you do at the Workforce Alliance? Well, as I mentioned, I think our website is uh, the best place, but also uh, the easiest is probably just go to kansasworks.com. Um, that's our uh, Department of Commerce is our state partner. That's the job posting board. You can find us there and find dozens and dozens of job openings. And if you're a business and you want to post jobs, you know, you can post a job on kansasworks.com and it works just like Indeed or ZipRecruiter. Um, you will get a list of qualified applicants in that system. So it's uh, kansasworks.com as a tool both for job seekers and employers. Talk about the changing nature of the workplace. More people working from home, different, you know, it's a different atmosphere. Yeah, and, and I think technology is a big piece of it, too. I mean, it's not that Zoom was brand new when, you know, COVID started. Zoom had been out there, but I'm guilty of it. I didn't use it. Um, you know, and suddenly it's become a, a part of our lives, our work lives, you know, the whole technology side of it, how we, we, we provide services. You know, I, I, we have a now we have a very effective virtual job fair tool, and that's going to be a part of our operations moving forward. You know, it's going to be a better way we can serve customers. Um, and I think employers are now realizing I can have my staff working from home. If that is what they prefer, if that doesn't harm productivity, but it really comes down to technology, Steve. I mean, we need to use technology tools in a way that we just probably haven't been utilizing them in the past. Is this working from home always a good thing? No, definitely not. Um, I, I think there, you know, and there's been all sorts of stories about the you know, what's happened on the Zoom call when, you know, uh, either the doorbell rings or, you know, the smoke alarm goes off or your kids need attention. There's so many distractions. Um, every Not every job can be done from home. Uh, not every, you know, and not every worker can do that as well. So that really becomes an issue for management and, and leadership at an organization to really be deliberate and think about. You know, it's saving some money and not having having as much office or, or square footage and having people work from home. Is that, is that a true benefit? Or... Do I need to have that direct interaction? Do I have staff people that, that thrive on that interaction in order to be productive? And that's really going to be selective in terms of an individual manager, an individual business and employer. But it's it, people, we need to be thinking. I know I am. And I've got some staff now that have asked me. They want to work from home on a permanent basis. And right now we're saying yes. Now, 
I'll see how that works six months or a year from now. Some of it's a kind of a big experiment. If I might offer an opinion, just looking at the culture as I have uh, over 50 years on the radio and watching what's going on, in a, in a nation and a culture where we are more and more or less and less uh, able to integrate and re- relate to people socially, now we're going in the ac- absolute opposite direction where we don't have yeah. to see anybody anytime. That's, oh, I think it's harmful. I'm sorry. I, I, well, no, and I, I wouldn't disagree. And here's something that, you know, of all the technical skills that I hear employers tell me they need, one of the basic things, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, it's communication skills. It is an ability to interact. Um, and so I think you're right there, Steve. I think that the decisions, you know, that again, I go back to being careful about how you decide if you're going to have people working from home, your staff working from home, because there is going to be a price to pay. And losing that collegiality and, and that, or that personal interaction, that could be more harmful than good than the money you could save about not having to be your staff in the office. You touched on something earlier I'd like you to elaborate just a little bit, and that is people who've never lost a job, never been out of work, can look at folks who've lost their jobs. And I've, I've been on the short end of this a couple of times. You look at folks who are unemployed and say, well, they're, now they're just loafers. They're taking advantage of, uh, you know, this unemployment insurance money we're giving them and all this, that, that, that. But you know what? You know as well as I do, Keith, when you're, you've lost a job and you're unemployed, it's not a pleasant situation for most folks. Oh, it really isn't. And, and, and being told that, you know, you've got to go take a job at maybe 50% less of what you were making before and doing something you're not interested in doing or you don't like doing or you're not qualified to do, that's not a great solution. And so a lot of people are like, I'm going to hold that. That's what unemployment insurance is for. I wish we would call it employment insurance. It is there to help you find the right job, to give you time to do a job search. Now, I'm sure people are taking advantage of that and, and not out there like they should be, but I think most people want to work and the idea of getting unemployment insurance helps you find a job that really will meet your needs, meet your needs financially, meet your needs emotionally, and, and, and meets your needs intelligently. I mean, you know, you've been a lifer in radio, Steve. If I told you to go out and work at Spirit, you had to go work at Spirit. That isn't something you would probably really like to do. And frankly, I'm not a radio guy. If somebody told me, you have to go work at a radio station now, I'm like, I'm not quite qualified. I don't know if I like this. So you're, you make a very good point. You know, those un- people unemployed, they're not just trying to live a high life and not working. And, and they're not getting all that much unemployment insurance. I know some benefits were enhanced, but those are temporary and those are going away. Well, I was just as a personal note, I was unemployed for six months at the age of 47. What do you think I think about that unemployment insurance or employment yeah. insurance? It was a yeah, lifeline. Yeah. It was a lifeline, you know. Hey, well, oh Keith, what's the future look like for working here in South Central Kansas? Oh, I, I think, you know, the trajectory is very positive. Um, you know, we've got new businesses that are entering the market. I think I mentioned earlier Novicos, the, the cybersecurity company. Um, I think there's uh, companies are looking to expand right now. Um, you know, we still see a lot of activity in the construction industry. Real estate's going well these days. The market, housing market, those are all indicators, uh, you know, to a positive economy, positive economic trend. So I, I think things are going to be going very well. Um, I, I want the business public to be traveling again. I want some, some uh, airlines to buy some airplanes from Airbus and uh, Boeing, uh, and I think that'll be happening. But those are some indicators if you're looking for some canaries in the coal mine to show us 
what's going to be happening employment-wise over the next six months to 24. And just before we get away here, uh, again, your webpage. How can people find out more about all these interesting topics you've talked about this morning? Uh, it is workforcekansas.com. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, are you at your destination yet? We've been doing this while you've been I actually am. I just pulled into the parking lot, so <laughs> I've got a, a, an in-person meeting that I have not been to with a group of my peers. So five of us are sitting socially distanced in a conference room for three hours. All right. So. Hey, Keith, thanks for taking some time with us. We appreciate it. I'm glad you didn't have a record or anything. All right. No, you bet, Steve. Always happy to talk to you. Take care, my friend. Our guest is Keith Long, President and CEO, Workforce Alliance of South Central Kansas. And that's all for this edition of Issues 2021. Of course, we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh.